0: Welcome to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp.
1: Welcome to On The Way. This is Tony Crisp. This is podcast number nine. In podcast number eight, we left Abraham as he made his way toward Mount Moriah, the most sacred piece of real estate on all the planet. And we're going to pick up in verse 3, so Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. He split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. That's what we talked about in the last podcast. And Abraham said to the young men, stay here with the donkey, and the lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we, notice plural, both of us will come back to you. Let me say parenthetically that in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, the Bible says that Abraham believed even if he was called upon to sacrifice his son, because God had led him to do that, that God would resurrect Isaac from the dead, Hebrews chapter 11. So Abraham took the wood and the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand. Remember, he had to have fire with him, no matches or a big lighter. And uh, he took a knife and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, my father, he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God, will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. And the two of them went on together. Then he came to the place which God had told him, and Abraham built an altar there, and he placed the wood in order, and he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Now, you've got to remember, Isaac is now a lad in his teens. He is very well aware of what's going on. And later on in the Bible, God is called the God of Isaac's dread, the God of Isaac's terror. This traumatized Isaac. And the Bible says that Abraham put out his hand, stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. Now, sometimes you get the idea in pictures that Isaac is on the altar, he's laid out flat, and Abraham's about to stab him in the heart. That could not be farther from the truth because what happened was he was about to slit his son's throat just like you would bleed an animal and offer him as a sacrifice. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, and he said, Here am I. And he said, do not lay your hand upon the lad, or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Now remember, Abraham had another son by the name of Ishmael, but he was not the miraculous son of promise. Isaac was the son of promise. He had been specially, miraculously created by God to carry on the promises that God had made to Abraham. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Now, it's interesting. I have watched many times as these rams or these ibex will often go to uh, acacia trees or to thorn trees, and they will nibble uh, and nibble to get the green leaves and the nourishment from the tree, and oftentimes their horns will be caught, those large horns will be caught in the thicket of the thorns. And I think that's exactly what happened. I believe that literally this ram, this ibex, or whatever the ram was, was caught in a thicket of thorns so that thorns were all around his head, and they were probably pricking him so that he was almost paralyzed and he was had to stop And that was long enough for Abraham to go and take that ram. And then verse 14 says, and Abraham called the name of that place, and it's the name of God is called the Tetragrammaton or four letters, four characters. And the reason is there are no vowels in Hebrew, and so In an effort not to take the name of God in vain, the Jews have just not pronounced his name, and so the pronunciation of his name was forgotten. It was only pronounced one time a year by the high priest on the Day of Atonement. And so here is the name of, we translate it in all capitals, L-O-R-D, the Lord will provide, but that's not what it says. The Hebrew text says Yahweh, if we pronounce it that way, Hashem, the name of God, the name, and then he says Yireh. That's not the word for provide. That's the word for to see. What he said was, "You are the Lord Yahweh who sees." And then it says, "As it is said to this day, the Lord will provide in the mountain of the Lord; it shall be provided." But what we call Jehovah Jireh or Yahweh Yireh, the Lord will provide. Doesn't mean the Lord will provide. It means the Lord sees. Now, because the Lord sees, God provides. So, what that is saying is that as Abraham was walking up one side of Mount Moriah, God had the ram and the sacrifice walking up the other side. God knew exactly what he was going to do, he knew exactly what Abraham was going to do, he knew exactly what his need was. Why? Because he saw it. You see, God is the provider because he's the one who sees. He sees you. He sees me in all of our heartache, in all of our trauma, in all of our trials. God sees us, and because he sees us, he will provide what we need. We're on the way. This is Tony Crisp.
0: Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies.